This is the Outpace Coaching Podcast presented by Coach Anthony and Coach Peter. And together, we strive to help you outpace the competition. In this podcast, we dive into everything endurance sports related and give you our perspective on what will make you faster. Hello, everybody. This is Coach Anthony and Coach Peter, and uh, welcome to April's edition of the Outpace Coaching Podcast. Uh, to begin, we're just going to kind of run through, you know, some updates, and unfortunately, we haven't, uh, we didn't have the events that we would have hoped, or, or some of the things that we were planning on doing. Slow month. Slow month, um, but but I know Peter and, and uh, Karen uh, did their own camp. We were going to have our own Tucson training camp um, last weekend, right? Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, it would have been last weekend. Um, but, but we weren't able to do it, um, because of the COVID situation, but, but you guys did it yourself. And then how did that all go? Yeah. I mean, it was good. You know, I, we were, we tried our best not to be bitter because it wasn't, we were looking at come Monday, Tuesday, we were looking at the, the weather forecast for Tucson and it was, you know, 58 in the morning, 75 during the day, pure sun so every single yeah. day. Um, but anyway, you know, it was good. The weather held up. Uh, it was in the 40s. Uh, I will say that it was, the wind was definitely understated, um, which is always fun with, with biking. Uh, but I'm sure anyone who went out last weekend biking can attest. Um, but yeah, it was good. We we ran um, a few different parks. So we went to Rebecca the first day, which oh, yeah. I've been to before. Um, and then Baker, I think, on Friday. And then Carver on Sunday. Um, so I tried to just get out of the, the cities a little bit, um, which were all awesome. And then Friday we did some biking and then Saturday went to Prescott, um, okay. which, you know, we've been, you've been to Prescott before in the past. Um, and yeah, that was fun. It was, I, I mean, it was good. I just pulling up my, my training file. Um, you know, we got through about 140 miles of biking and, just over 32 miles of running um and we did we did try and go for a ceremonious swim on sunday which was a complete failure <laughs> it was like 48 degrees and windy yeah. um and i think i went in and did about 25 yards and then ended up getting out um so yeah i mean it's you know it, it was the best the situation we could have made with not being in tucson so yeah. it was it's was still fun nice yeah that's and I think you, you basically followed the same structure as what we were going to do in Tucson, yep. just here. Yeah, exactly. Other than the structure. swimming. <laughs> yeah, other than the swimming. Yeah. And that was the thing, too, is like we tried to find some way of replacing the swimming at night, you oh, know, yeah. so we do like an armband or a core workout, which isn't the, you know, the alternative is being in the University of Arizona pool, outdoor pool. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You have to do your best not to be bitter. It's like, oh, everyone's going through it. Not but quite the same. Yeah, no, we followed the same program and that was great. You know, knowing that Mount Lemon probably would have been hilly. I think Prescott would have been the best, at least Midwest Option, representation yeah. we could. So it's interesting then, and the the Prescott ride, I mean, I think there's some routes that people do a lot, you know, it's a common place people go to train for Ironman Wisconsin, um, and at the start of it, I don't know if you remember, but there's two, you get onto the main highway at about mile 10, and there's two rounds of really steep hills where you just bomb those hills, you know, you can get going like 40 miles an hour, and it's a little awkward just because it's on a main road, so there's a lot of cars going by. But the nice thing is that there was always the wide shoulders. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that they're doing this, but they put in those like drunk bumps uh, the, the on rumble, all the shoulders. The yeah, the rumble strips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
we, you know, it, you just turn the corner and the hill's right there and the bumps start. And so all of a sudden we found ourselves bombing this hill at like 40 miles an hour and it went from having this five foot shoulder to basically a foot and a half in between the side of the shoulder and the bumps. So it was, I mean, pretty, it definitely woke us up at the start of the ride because all, you know, those first two hills, you're going almost 40 miles an hour and you, I mean, you know, you have a foot to operate with and to your right is the guardrail to the rest left is the bump and the road. You know, thankfully the roads are in good condition, but I mean, I guess public service announcement to anyone who's going to go ride that yeah, route, you yeah. got to be careful because that was a little dicey, especially, and there's a 15 mile an hour wind, yeah. right? So your bike is shaky. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and along those lines, it's one thing to always be conscious of is when you're not in a race, when you're in training, you know, taking a little bit more caution yeah. and being conservative, especially on the speeds. You know, that way you do get to the race healthy. And yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, I I could say we all, you know, we, Karen and I looked at each other like, whoa, you know, and thankfully we were fine. But going into it next time, you know, we'll definitely, I would just recommend spreading out like 50 yards and just, oh, you got to yeah. feather your brakes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't take full advantage, but yeah. honestly, the rest of the roads were good and, and, you know, it's it's one thing I will say is like a positive, in my opinion, if you need to find a positive of the COVID situation is that, you know, road biking's never been more safer, you know, more enjoyable. I mean, obviously keep your distance, you know, don't be going out in big groups, but the car, there's not nearly as many cars on the road. Yeah, you know, was, it's nice uh, when you're, you could go a two mile stretch of road without having a single car flying by you, you know? Um, so I don't know. That's one positive yeah. I think you could pull from the situation, yep, I yep, guess. Yeah. So, and then we also did the, um, the, the Zwift group ride and that's, I guess my best attempt at a transition because oh, yeah. you now got a Zwift account, which seems really long overdue it's, it's very for you. much overdue, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. surprising that it took you a global <laughs> pandemic to just yeah, yeah, get yeah. a Zwift membership. <laughs> but, um, have you liked using Zwift so far? Yeah, and and really my my goal with that is to to just be able to bring the team together, you know, even th- though it is virtual, just yeah. to you know, have have a way to to get together and ride and and you know, sign up for some races and do them together. Last yeah. night we did the uh it was like an 11-mile time trial and there yeah. was about 17 of us that, that So did is that it. time trial do you have to do that as an event on Zwift, or yep. do you just pick a route and just go eleven? No, nope, it's it's an it's an event, yeah, on, oh. on Zwift. Yep. So you select it, and then you're. It's just like a time trial where you all start at different points, and you're passing people. They pass you if they're going okay. faster. Yeah. Um, Wait, was it just the outpace team, or nope, was it? it? It was an actual okay. Zwift event. Yeah. So yep. you have like listing of where you rank and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so that's kind of the that was more or less the main goal with that is is uh, just give people an outlet to, to get together and you, we can communicate via messaging on Zwift. Oh, yeah, is it is cool. fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had Zwift for like a year and a half, but I never took advantage of like the social aspect of it. Oh, yeah. I never did a group ride, anything like that. I mean, I just kind of used it because it dulled the monotony of a trainer a little bit. Like you can watch your fake self go through Watopia. You yeah, know, some yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool now to actually go in and, you know, be able to message with people and do the event. And I will say, like, it makes an hour go by significantly faster yeah, than yeah. if you just do it by yourself. Yep. Um, yeah, highly suggested for anyone out there that is looking to to jump in. There's there's probably 20 plus races each day, you know, there's in addition to 
to group rides that you can do and you can jump in for free um which which makes it again you know if you're looking for some motivation that might be an option for you yeah my one thing i will say that i take a little issue with on zwift racing is that it feels like it's just a ftp test by yourself like yeah okay you're with people but you're you're pushing it so hard that it's not like you're actually you know you're just gritting your teeth and going you know oh man like 50 minute races on a trainer that's you know it tests your will that's for sure yeah 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 build some fitness yeah (laughs) and then you know in addition to the zwift um you know races and group rides to just bring a little bit of a, a team atmosphere to the this whole situation we're no, doing it's been good we're doing like uh more virtual races for for running like this past week we um everyone had the week to execute a one mile time trial you know on a track or on a flat running surface and then we then i basically computed the results and sent them out just again to any age groups and yeah, all yeah that, age yeah. groups yeah just to again keep it competitive you know and then keep it fun and keep people engaged and yeah. something to shoot for and we'll continue to do whether it's a mile or you know coming up next is a 5k at the end of may that i'm planning on doing um with the team uh but yeah so it's been fun and yeah the 5k you can kind of two birds with one stone yeah. right because that's the method to retest your heart rate so heart rate <laughs> you can and stuff, yeah. you can use it if you're gonna suffer you might as well uh, yeah get something out of it get yep, some yep. get some data out of it yeah 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 the uh, the other thing i i think we should mention on the the zwift that's been kind of fun is we were talking about it is the the race series you know they do like a a triathlon like a professional race series yeah, yeah. um there's actually one going on right now i think they have like at what two kilometers to go um, and you, you know, you can kind of see the, the names and all that. I know last week, like they had a sprint finish. Um, it was actually funny. I pulled it up here, like Lionel Sanders, who I think I was rooting for oh, yeah, probably yeah. just because I didn't know half the other names. Um, but you know, like they took a screenshot of the sprint finish. He was at 650 Watts, nine Watts per kg. Um, and I think the funny thing here is that it literally his heart rate was at 142, yeah. which is probably like aerobic for him. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> there's uh it's, you can't compare yourself to those athletes, you know, even just watching the one right now. I mean, they're going up a hill at, at eight Watts per kg, but you yeah, know, it's, it's kind of fun. It's amazing. It's, you don't get to watch the live streams of the Ironmans anymore, but at least it's, it's yeah. better than nothing. Yep. Yep. And now for our monthly minute, where we offer you a training and racing tip. April's monthly minute is all about maintaining productivity on your rest days. Um, rest days are hugely important. It's where we gain our fitness. Uh, we like to follow the equation stress plus rest equals growth. Um, but it can be really hard for driven athletes to just take days off. Uh, it seems counterintuitive. So, you know, try focusing on some productive items other than training. Uh, one thing to do is take a bike maintenance day. Um, You know, put yourself in front of the TV and work on changing a tire, Uh, try and clean out your bike, clean out your chain. Um, You know, another thing is just take some extra time to work on flexibility and mobility stretching uh, that maybe some of us neglect during the training week. Uh, And then another option is for busy people, you know, take advantage of the time to meal prep for the week ahead. Um, So that's our April's monthly minute. Uh, Now on to the main topic of the podcast, which is motivation and the why of training and racing.
This month's main topic is finding your motivation and the why for training and racing, especially with the current situation that we're in with COVID-19. We wanted to bring this topic to light and, and discuss it in more detail. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think it's more important than ever. It's elephant in the room, right? It's a situation that we're all dealing with, we're all going to have to deal with. Um, and I think it's it'll be tricky for people because it will force that question. You know, it's, are you doing it for the races? Are you doing it for that, the Saturday? Or is there something else? You know, I, I think personally for me, I struggle with it because it's both, you know, like I, I obviously love the process and, and training and everything, but at the same time, I like the races, you know, like I, I like being able to go out and, and show what I've worked on and, you know, see other people and compete and everything. So you know that that's been a struggle for me but yeah. at the same time it's like we alluded to it earlier is it doesn't have to be all or nothing i mean there's the zwift options you know iron man virtual racing has now come out and we've seen like jan ferdino last weekend did like a iron man in his yeah, home yeah. i mean we don't all have some amazing home in spain with an infinity pool but <laughs> <laughs> still you know there there's alternatives um yeah so I, I think that is really why we wanted to do this podcast with this topic is just because I think this is the kind of the question that everyone's going through right now. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I will say that, like, for me, next weekend I was supposed to do a, a half marathon um, with my dad and it was going to be really fun. We were both, both going to go for PRs. Obviously, that was canceled. But, you know, I, I put the the route in Garmin and I think I'm just going to go up there and just do it anyway. You know, I, there's, it's not the same, um, but at least like for me internally, I could check the box and still kind of have that metric and, and go through the process. So, yeah. and that's the why for me, I mean, what would you say anything different for yourself? Yeah. I, you know, I always, you know, rooted back to when I started, um, it was more so just, just the day in and day out of just self-improvement and, and getting better, um, you know, without any accolades or medals or anything like that. And, yeah. and, you know, it's still that, you know, and it's sometimes it's nice to be grounded in, in the fact that, you know, if there aren't races, you know, you kind of come back to the reason and rationale as to why you get up and you work out and you push your body, um, you know, and I think it carries to all aspects of life when yeah. endurance athletics, you know, if you're dedicated and you're motivated and you, um, you know, it'll carry to other aspects. Of well, it's like the professionalism and stuff. The 5 a.m. Monday morning yeah. run when you f are sore from Sunday's bike ride is the true tester of the why, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That is probably the complete opposite side of the spectrum as the, the A race. You know, I crushed my A race and I can now post it on Facebook and I got the medal and like I get to eat whatever I want. You know, it's like it's the opposite. But you know the the race is really at the end of the day just a metric yeah. for those things i mean 99% of your time is that monday morning run in the rain or you know the the stretching when you really don't want to when you get home from work when no one's watching yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it's when no one's watching when you're yeah. actually yeah so and and honestly i think that you'll see a handful of people you know who maybe they they think about the why and the why is is that they want that they do this for that saturday and that post and that you know the meal afterwards and the the hanging out with friends in the sun and you know there's nothing wrong with that it's just 
you ask yourself that and and that's kind of how you decide how you're you know how the 2020 season if you want to call it that's going to go because yeah. it's an inevitability that everyone's going to deal with um so i i think it's important to fully understand that now yeah and, and you know at the end of the day you know those outcome goals those races um you know, those are fantastic and, and that motivates every single person. Just like whether it's in the athletic world or the professional world, you have these outcome goals that you want to get to. But creating those process goals, you know, how are you going to maybe achieve that goal? And maybe that goal, that, that race ends up being pushed off to 2021. But those process goals still have to occur mm-hmm. to get you to that race, to get you to that goal. So you might as well embrace it at this point and just continue to you know, plug away and do what you can so that you do set yourself up well yeah. when you do race. And I will say, I mean, on a, on a more realistic note, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I know we're being very like, oh, this is what you should do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. And, and that's not to say this is how I feel. Like, I, I've had plenty of times over the last month and a half, you know, I went, especially right at the start, I mean, I think I've kind of, now I've gotten better about it just because it's everywhere and everyone's dealing with it, but you know, like the first couple of weeks I felt very woe is me, you know, like I, I remember there was a couple of days where I just skipped a training session and normally I don't do that, but I kind of was like, well, what's the point? Like uh, my race is all just got canceled, you, yeah. you know? And then, but then it was the same situation. I kind of had like a, to slap myself a little and be like, come on, you're like, that's not the only reason you do this. There's more to it than just your, your a race that you get to go travel to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it does suck, but you know, I, I kind of look at it this way as like, it's a situation that all of your competitors are in and everyone else who's trying to achieve the same goal is in. I mean, yeah. you know, the alternative is, and you can attest to this is a season that's fully on great weather, great everything. And you're debilitated with injuries. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's even worse because then everyone else is moving forward and you're stuck there, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's all perspective. It's just trying to look at it half full, not half empty. But yeah. it's hard for sure. Yeah, and, and with, with what I've said before, like I'm definitely frustrated and upset just like everyone else when it comes to not being able to, to race and, and compete. But, you know, again, just bringing yourself back to, to – finding that why you know and that's the only thing you can do you know at this at this point in time with no like they they're continually updating the 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 canceled races but no one knows no one knows so what is actually like i mean at this point everything in may right it's canceled i think so yeah yeah june is basically i mean we've seen some cancellations i know buffalo's canceled um minnetonka some of the local ones some ironmans but not any, not all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's just based on the the region and, and what's going on. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see what what ends up being canceled. And, so if you if you had to guess, what would you say would be the line that's drawn for the season? Is there even <laughs> is there a season? Yeah, I don't know. I and that's the hard part. And that's that's what I you know why I brought that up is that it's there is no knowing. No one no one knows. Uh, and maybe the experts do, and mm-hmm. maybe the scientists do, but. You know, for us, we just have to take it day by day and and focus on you know what we can do today to make ourselves better. Yeah. You know, for when when the races do end up happening. Yeah. Even though it's very difficult in some cases, and so I'm calling uh, it. Yeah. August is fair game. <laughs> June is gone. Yeah. July is very questionable, but you know I'm trying to be the optimist and say something might happen. And I'm hoping that September is, but, you know, I don't know. There yeah. could be no – I mean, they're talking about, like, 
no professional sports seasons, like now mm-hmm. talking about the NFL. So it's, yeah. And, and, and sorry, but that, like, this loops back to the whole thing is like, you know, it, it, there might not be an end in sight, which again is very daunting when you're talking about someone who's training very hard for a goal. And it's like end in sight this year. Yeah, that that goal <laughs> yeah. might just need to change. Yeah. That goal might just be what's what's the fittest I can get, stay healthy, you know, um, like hit other goals, internal goals, and how can I, you know, have a great training season to go to twenty twenty one? Yeah, um, which is a hard pill to swallow, but yeah, it's just kind of the. The nature yeah. of, the, of the beast. I think that the sensory a lot of races are being postponed or rescheduled, you know, September, October, August period of time. I feel like, you know, they're hopeful that that's, that's going to be, yeah. uh, everything will, will happen as planned at that point. And if it does, it's going to be an amazing race. Like oh, there's yeah. going to be races, like 10 races every weekend. It's, it's going to be the most packed race. Tour well, de France, maybe. Tour de France yeah. is in August, you know, there's going to, and then. So did they move the Tour de France? Yes. Yeah. From oh, July, they did. Yep. July to, to end of August. Oh, I thought they just canceled it. No. Okay. Yeah, they're basically postponing their season. At least at this point, they're going to try to run as many races as they can cycling wise. Because the, the Olympics just got pushed. Yeah. You know, because I know a lot of the athletes were complaining that they don't have the resources to train now. Yeah. So if you slide it on them, they're not going to be at their peak fitness. Yeah. So I think they just decided to move it to next summer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something, too, when it comes to each athlete and, and what they have going on at this point with the COVID-19 situation, um, it brings about challenges differently for everyone. And it's something that as a coach, it can be difficult to balance, you know, and, and know what's going on with each person. So just communication side of things, yeah. you know, any, any athletes out there that, um, that do have a coach that, um, are having troubles, you know, voicing that and making sure that coach is aware, yeah. you know, so that they can adjust the program in the case that you need to take some additional time off. Yeah, I think communication be. became even more yeah. key. Yeah, 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 obviously. What I, what would you say to the athlete that is maybe swimming as their lowest, you know, their their biggest biggest concern item and now all of a sudden they can't they can't swim for who knows how long. Yeah. That yeah, it's that's a challenge. I would say, you know, including some type of band work like yeah. we've been doing, um you can Yeah, buy- you could buy paddle like bands with paddles incorporated at the end and i don't know if like everyone rushed out and bought them and if they're available again i have to imagine you could find them somewhere yeah um yeah that that's probably your best bet um you know it depends on the timing of your race like if you are a really weak swimmer and you have an a, a long course event in the ocean at the end uh you know first week in august or something um you know, and you have no swimming background in that case, maybe yeah. you should be, there'd be more yeah. cause for concern. But I think, you know, as long as you, we will be able to start open water swimming soon yeah. in the Midwest here. I've tried twice now. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll help. I mean, and I might try today. Yeah. It's nice out. Who yeah, knows? Exactly. The sun, I think a few more warm days is yeah. going to really yeah. warm up the water. Yeah. That bout of snow we got did not help things. Oh, like yeah. three days of snow. Yeah. And cold. So that that's probably um, what I would suggest is just doing some of the band work until and then trying to get in the open water as soon as possible. And yeah. if you have, if you get dressed in a wetsuit, yeah, <laughs> three solid months of swimming, um, you know, yeah. prior to your race, you know, I think that's unless you're starting from not being able to stay afloat. Yeah. So I looked it up right now. So 
endless pools. I'm seeing one for seventeen grand and one for thirty one grand. So if you if you have the spending power, you know, you can look into an endless pool. Yeah, that's I've also see I also saw a video on Facebook of someone who got like an inflatable pool and then got one of those really long, strong bands. Oh yeah. And put their wetsuit on and actually tied the band around their waist and then tied it up like yeah. in their garage like off something. Yep. And just like swam against the band in like a inflatable pool yeah that's actually pretty common they make the swim the swim bands like that yeah, that you, you can put around your yep, waist yeah. yeah and then so that's that's definitely an option if you much have. more affordable than yeah. the endless pool yeah. yeah i'm not sure how how that would uh i think you'd probably be doing more like intervals rather than just swimming continuous yeah you need enough resistance against yeah well, i guess it's something to try if you're interested so i will say i i have those bands over there and and i I've tried the, you know, just like literally swimming with the bands, you know, like doing the arm motion. And like I, after like five minutes, my arms were about to explode. Oh, so yeah. it's not like you could just translate like, oh, I would have done a 50 minute swim. So I'll do 50 minutes worth oh, of no, no, no. It's like you're going to, you're going to like tear your rotator oh, cuff or yeah. something if you try and do that. Just a public service announcement <laughs> there. Yeah. Break it up into intervals, you know, you know, start with you know, three sets of 20 reps and build your way up to three sets of 60 or do more interval based duration, you know, whether it's starting with 30 seconds and do, trying to build your way up, but, but yeah. definitely be conservative to start. So you're not hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, I think too, it's, it's important for, I, we've, we've touched on a little bit, but you know, like I said, if you had a race and it was canceled, consider doing it yourself. You know, I, I look at a lot of friends and family and, you know, coworkers that, don't they're not in endurance sports you know they go to the gym or they go to the class and they're really you know in a situation where like their gym is closed you know and then what are they going to do i mean we as endurance athletes at least have the you know that we're in a situation where we can go outside we have trainers you know we have a lot more flexibility with that so if if you had a an a race that was planned i mean and it's in the summer you know, hit the lake and go on your trainer and then run outside. I mean, you could still kind of check the box for yourself. And, and then, you know, the other thing that, that goes along with that is, is take advantage of some of the virtual racing and, and, um, apps out there like Strava, uh, you know, get a Zwift account, look into the Ironman virtual race series. Um, you know, I, I know having Strava is great because it builds that, online community you can see what your friends are doing yeah, and so. shoot for a kom so you're almost racing someone at a different time online you know so it's that you know there, there's ways to spin it to make it yeah. more enjoyable yeah the ironman virtual race series too it seems like they're updating on a week-to-week basis maybe they'll end up creating some type of calendar you know so that people can plan accordingly but it's it's basically like throughout the weekend um, you're you do two runs and a bike, and you can kind of plan them however you want. Have you done one of those? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Is it a different biking? Like they don't use Zwift, do they? Is it a different platform? I think so, and I think again, I'd have to look into it, and maybe I I, I before saying I, I for some reason I thought that you could do all you have to do is make sure you upload via Garmin. Yeah. So you could go and do the bike outside. Oh, you, you can. You could do the bike. You could do the runs wherever you want, oh. and then you just upload via Garmin into the the software. Yeah, because I least, have seen on Strava people yeah. doing the runs outside, but yeah. I was wondering. I've also seen them like do it on the treadmill. Yeah, so I wasn't sure. It's was like, oh, do I need to own a treadmill to do it? I or? don't think I don't think you need to join the trainer either. It's just going out and riding for 
25 miles unless you you know live in the country yeah you know, it's sometimes difficult for people but yeah, but yeah so that's one thing i i like to bring up too is just a disclaimer you know when i say oh do your race by yourself so like chattanooga was canceled we we're both going to do chattanooga and that's what four weeks from now or would have been four yeah, weeks from yep, now yep. so i was gonna i was thinking about maybe just trying to do it here locally myself but the big thing is like it doesn't really work and honestly it's not that safe to do the bike portion outside for that unless you just fully accept that it's not going to be a race bike speed yeah. You know, it's like, it's unrealistic is, you know, don't be trying to push 56 miles at, you know, full speed on your try, but you know, you're going to hit stop signs, you're going to hit other people and cars and everything. So my yeah. recommendation and the way I would do it is just do it on the trainer. That way you can pick a route that has the same elevation profile as what your course would have been. You can go as hard as you want, um, and it's much safer. Yeah, than, safer. Because I did, I did do that last um, spring where I just tried to do a, a an Ironman training day for fun, and I made the decision to do the ride outside, and it ended up being a really frustrating situation because, you know, although I went out to like Highway Six and I was like, oh, this is perfect. There's no stop signs here. Crap still gets in the way, and then I was getting mad that I had to stop, yeah. and that it's just it doesn't work like you think yeah. it's going to. Yeah, if you do take it outside, just you know, as always, you know, there's definitely no close courses when you're yeah, doing it on your own. So just not. being cautious and and use it more of a training day, and maybe really push the swim in the yeah. run, and then you know maybe incorporate some like. 70.3 if it's a half Ironman interval yeah. pace efforts but but idea. not maybe continuously trying to it's not gonna it work yeah. especially yeah. for 56 miles maybe you can find like 10 or something yeah but. yeah but yeah that's that, that that's a, a great way to approach it and and you know for for personally for me like um when it comes to you know year after year I've been dealing with some injury issues and this year is a great time especially with races being pushed off to maybe refocus and, and really try to take some time off and figure out um kind of the underlying reasons and 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 uh, so that I can come back 100% so that's kind of my focus and my drive right now and keeping motivated to keep going um but uh yeah yeah, yeah I mean good opportunity to gain that bike fitness yeah you exactly know? Yeah. we were just talking about that I, I think that's the number one opportunity for time shaving off and or I guess it depends on the person, but um, you know, until we can go out and swim, you know, bike as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. As always, we like to end our podcast with a quote. This month's quote is from Lee Iacocca. In times of great stress or adversity, it's always best to keep busy, to plow your anger and energy into something positive. Thanks, everyone. See you next month.